To see today's photo, go to mtforchrist.org or follow me, M.T. Clark, from, uh, on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, good morning. Today's photo of the setting sun being reflected on the frozen surface of the Skodak Creek from the vantage point of my front porch comes to us from yours truly as I was motivated to get out of my car and go around to the front of my house to capture this sight at the end of the workday yesterday. Even though the temperatures were chilly yesterday, I found myself rejoicing over the sunshine and my relationship with the Lord, as I reminded myself once again of how he has blessed me with this, with my home down by the river. Now, wait a minute, you may say. Didn't he just say it was the sun? The sun was reflecting on the frozen surface of the Skodak Creek? Yes, I did. Although the waters directly in front of my home are declared on Google Maps to be that of the Skodak Creek, uh, they are fed by the Hudson River just down the road a piece. When I look to the left from my porch, I can see the waters of the Hudson River and the point where the river splits to become the Skodak Creek. So even though there is a creek and a state highway and some Amtrak train tracks, for that matter, directly in front of my house, I know and can see that these are the waters of the Hudson River. So when I, I refer to my house, I have always, I'm pretty sure for the most part, called it my house down by the river. Um, when people ask where I live, I have said that I live on State Route 9J in Stuyvesant, which is right on the Hudson River, south of Albany. Because State Route 9J, the road on which I live, runs parallel to the Hudson River all the way from Columbiaville to Rensselaer, New York. Um, when I tell people I live on the Hudson River, I'm always clear that I don't have river access because the property across the highway where the train tracks run is not deeded to me. But as other photos I have taken in the past from the front of my property that pan left show, I do have a wonderful view of the Hudson River. Uh, since my wife has come uh, to affectionately call my place River House, and we both call it that now, and as my photo is focusing straight towards the creek in this photo, my heart is convicted this morning to confess all the truth regarding the location of my home, uh, short of providing everyone with my exact address, which is, I guess, out there to be discovered and available to, on a need-to-know basis. Uh, I also will not, uh, I will not be giving a tour of the interior of my home, or at least not today anyway. Well, with all that said, I am happy to report that we have made it to the weekend, and it is my prayer that all my friends take some time to thank the Lord for all he has done in their lives and how he made a way for us all to be reconciled to him through his son, Jesus Christ. You know, one term for being a follower of Jesus is being in Christ, and that designation can be a little confusing. Being in Christ is a little like my house down by the river, or my address being on or near the Hudson River. Obviously, Jesus came to earth as the Word made flesh over 2,000 years ago, when he lived a perfect sinless life, preached the gospel of the kingdom of God, performed miracles, was persecuted, tried, crucified, died, rose from the dead, and ascended into heaven. Try saying that three times fast. Anyway, uh, to be literally in Christ in some weird physical sense, like being in the heart of Jesus, is a physical impossibility. Being in the body of Christ does not mean 
being in his physical body next to his spleen and near his, his liver. Uh, the physical body of Christ has been glorified, and Christ is still using it as he is seated in the heavenlies, where he is interceding in prayer for all of his followers until the day he will return in glory to judge the living and the dead, as the Bible and the Nicene Creed affirms. So being in Christ, or in the body of Christ, obviously doesn't literally mean being in Christ. Being in Christ is a term that describes our relationship with Jesus. Christians place their faith in Christ, meaning we surrender to his lordship. We believe that he was the Son of God and that his death on the cross was meaningful. Being in Christ includes believing that Christ's death was God's redemptive plan for man and that we believe it and participate in that plan by putting our faith in or trusting in Jesus to save us. So in terms of justification, being declared righteous, when we are in Christ, we make the decision that when we come before God, we will not try to defend ourselves based on our own merits. When we are in Christ, we are putting all of our chips on Jesus, and we are all in. When we are in Christ, we admit that we are sinners that have no hope of being declared righteous based on our good works or nice attitudes. When we are in Christ, we have admitted that there is nothing that can save us, and that there is nothing that we, we are trusting in other than Jesus. When we put our faith in Jesus as Lord and Savior, spiritually, we are united with Christ's death and resurrection. The person we were before we put our faith in Christ dies, and we are made new creations as we are raised to life with Christ in his resurrection. Putting our faith in Christ gives us new spiritual life that will go on for all eternity in God's kingdom in heaven, and then on the new earth. So this is one reason why Christ said we must be born again in John 3. We receive new life when we are in Christ. As I have tried to express, being in Christ is more than mentally agreeing that there was a man named Jesus who was a wise teacher or, or a worker of miracles. I can admit that other men have done good things and said wise things, but that doesn't necessarily mean I have a relationship with them. Being in Christ is even more than agreeing that Christ was the Son of God. Again, we can recognize that someone is special or has great authority, but our recognition of that fact doesn't mean that we trust in them or submit to their authority. Doing these things, acknowledging what Christ did or even who Christ is, could be described as being close to knowing Christ, or being by Christ, or near Christ, but not in Christ. Just like my house is down by the river, or my address is near the river, my house and my address are not in the river. So even though you may admit to who Christ is, that acknowledgement only makes you close to Christ. And as the saying goes, close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, which generally means that close doesn't count. A close loss is still a loss. And when you are only by Christ, near Christ, or close to Christ, if you don't get in Christ, you will be lost. 
The difference between being in or out of the kingdom of God will be based on your relationship with Jesus. Knowing about him is one thing. Putting your faith in Jesus and following him is quite another. When we put Let's see. When we put our faith in Christ, we become members of God's royal family, and membership has its privileges, like eternal life and the fruit of the Spirit growing in our lives. But you have to be in it to win it. And so, as we continue in the season of Lent before us, I encourage you to draw close to God and confirm that you are in Christ by following the Lord's will for your life. And if you know the truth, the way, and the life already, be sure to share him with those who may be close to knowing Jesus, but whose selfish hearts may keep them out of that number when the saints go marching in. Today's Bible verse comes to us from the New Living Translation Bible Promise Book for Men. This morning's meditation verse is Mark 9.23. And it says, What do you mean if I can? Jesus asked. Anything is possible if a person believes. Today's, I don't know if he said it like that. That was a little, there's a little attitude there. Maybe Christ said it like that, but yeah, that's the words. Anything is possible if a person believes. Um, today's Bible verse comes directly from the words of Jesus and is, a part, is part chastisement and part encouragement for those who doubt the ability of God to help them. This section of scripture describes just details one of um, Christ's miracles where Jesus heals a boy who is afflicted by an evil spirit which causes him to foam at, from the mouth and to be violently thrown about. The boy's father asks for Jesus' help but adds the phrase, if you can, to his request. Jesus responds with today's verse, chastising the father's lack of faith but encourages the man by assuring him that anything is possible to a person who believes. Christ's words are proven true as this man decides to proclaim his small measure of faith, and although he requests help with his unbelief, is rewarded with a big miracle as the evil spirit is cast out of his son as at the command of Jesus. The operative lesson that we can draw from this testimony from the life and times of Jesus Christ is that we are to have faith in Jesus to help us, and that because of who Christ is and because of what God can do, we should never declare anything as impossible. The biggest lie that uh, the enemy tells us is that some things are just impossible. The enemy will tell us that it will be impossible to get out of certain situations, or that it will be impossible for us to change. But when we get that discouraging and demonic message, we have to remember that anything is possible with God, and that our faith in Christ gives us power to do things that simply were impossible before coming to Christ. So don't proclaim your unbelief. Instead, trust that all things are possible with God if we believe, and it is in accordance to his purposes. Remember, we don't know God's plan perfectly, so we might not always get what we want, but when we are in Christ, we always get what we need. And if you need something that seems impossible, go to the Lord, and he will either work out a positive solution through a miracle, but more likely through his providence, or he will give you the strength, love, and, and guidance that you will need to carry through it.
As always, I invite all to go to mtforchrist.org, where I always share insights from prominent Christian theologians and counselors to assist my brothers and sisters in Christ with their walk. Today we continue to share from June Hunt's Codependency, Balancing an Unbalanced Relationship. And today we um, share uh, Recovery Step 4, and it says, Find the Road to Freedom. And um, so if you want to find the road to freedom, go to mtforchrist.org, um, where you'll find some uh, uh, some instructions from June Hunt to help with finding freedom from codependency, and it's concluded with a codependency prayer. So if that's your situation, you're in a codependent relationship, you can find help by checking out that resource. Um, also, the reason why we're on the podcast in the first place is to try to help and encourage others uh, in their walk of faith. And one way we do that is by sharing the discipleship classes we taught last year uh, for Freedom in Christ, uh, the Bondage Breaker, and Victory Over the Darkness, uh, all of which are based on the Word of God and the teachings of Dr. Neil Anderson. Um, if you would like, you can listen to all those the messages uh, on the podcast. And if you if you wanted to, you could uh, step into the material a little and get a deeper sense of it all by uh, uh, requesting the, the printed materials for the classes. Uh, just reach out to me in e- uh, by sending an email to mtforchrist247 at gmail.com, and uh, I, can, I can hook you up. Um, we also believe in the Word of God. Today's message was actually going to be a long disposition on Psalm 27, as I was greatly encouraged from my Bible study this morning by reading it, but, you know, I share a photo and the Lord takes me in a different direction. Um, but, you know, I encourage you to read to Psalm 27 because it's awesome. Um, yes, we encourage Bible study, and uh, one way we do that is... Uh, on the podcast is by sharing our Bible study discussion uh, with Arthur and Susanna Sincati. Um, you can find those uh, broadcast basically uh, by searching for Bible study with the Sincatis. The outlines are also on mtforchrist.org. Uh, so, um, so if you need encouragement, we try to offer it uh, uh, every day um, because the Lord is with us every day. And, um, you know, the, the fruit of the Spirit can be experienced when we decide to follow him every day. Um, so, so let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for another day in your kingdom. Thank you for that wonderful view that's out front of my home and for delivering me here. Um, after the darkness of my past, you gave me a safe place to be where I can, I can rest and, and uh, know that I'm blessed by you. Um, on a continual basis, not just because of my home, but because of your presence in my life. Um, Lord, we pray for everyone listening today. We thank you for their faithfulness to follow you and to be in, you know, to, to receive encouragement through this message. Um, Lord, we pray for you to come alongside their prayer requests. Uh, Lord, we pray for Michael Woodruff today, who suffered burns uh, in, a, in an accident um, uh, in the, in the past, and he's still in recovery, apparently. We just recently learned about his injury, and uh, uh, it's touched our heart. So we, um, we, pray for, we pray for his healing, Lord, and we pray for the healing or situations of all the people listening today, um, for them to be you know, helped by you, Lord, because we know, um, you know anything's possible with you, Lord, and some things you, you know, will just have to be uh, according to your power and and might because we can't do it. 
and we need your help. So we pray for your help to come to everyone today. And Lord, we pray for your your Holy Spirit to be, uh, you know, to fill us again, uh, to empower us, to, to lead us to, as through the day and the weekend as we go, uh, go into Saturday and Sunday. Lord, we just pray for the Holy Spirit to guide us, uh, to show us what we need to know, and to lead us into the things we are to do to, uh, uh, on our journey of faith. Lord, we thank you, and we praise you, and we worship you, and we pray for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.